Hey there, you're listening to episode 133 of the Katie Lance podcast. In this episode, so excited to share with you our special interview. We had a great interview recently with Roy Machado with All City Homes, and we talked about um, a lot of really important topics about promoting home ownership and empowering people in their community. And we talked a lot about diversity and you know what it means to to build wealth in this in this country. And so really an important conversation. I can't wait to share with you some of the great things that Roy is doing um, with his company and just locally in their community. And so I'm super excited for it. So let's jump in and let's get on with the show. You're listening to the Katie Lance Podcast. If you're an entrepreneur, social media geek, real estate pro, a mom, or maybe all of the above and ready to level up your social media game, you're in the right place. Hey there, welcome back to the Katie Lance podcast. I am so excited, you guys. We have a great conversation in store for you today. Um, I first saw Roy Machado, our guest here today. I was a speaker at an event. I was a speaker for Side Real Estate. Very recently, it was my first in-person speaking gig in a year and a half. And I had gotten off stage and I heard uh, sort of these the rumblings of, of Roy and his team and some really cool things that they were doing, especially in real estate, especially in the world of diversity. And I thought to myself, I got to reach out to Roy and I have to have a conversation with him. So welcome. Thank you, uh, Roy. Thank you so much for being with us today. We're so happy to have you here. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm very uh, excited and um, super uh, thankful and grateful to be here. Absolutely. We're, we're thrilled to have you here. Um, and for those of you who who are listening, you know, you are a new, a, a first time listener to our podcast. I was just sharing with Roy, you know, we really try to have a variety of topics we talk about on our podcast from real estate to business to, you know, parenting to social media. But we also like to, to touch on some some issues that are, you know, sometimes challenging to talk about, like, you know, diversity and equality and things that are really, really important. So it's, it's great to be able to have uh, this conversation today. Um, and for those of you who don't know Roy, I've got his bio, so I'm going to read it real quick so you guys get a sense of what who Roy is. Roy is the founder and owner of All City Homes, a boutique real estate brokerage. Um, they have a mission of empowering people through home ownership. And last year in 2021, Roy and All City helped 207 families selling 84 over $84 million in real estate volume throughout Northern California. And you know, while some may define success through accolades, sales volumes, and commissions, Roy is really concerned about delivering an exceptional home buying and selling experience and improving the relationship between the realtor and the community they serve through social responsibility is the heart of Roy's success. Roy's experience as a community advocate has transcended over to his passion, serving as a realtor uh, through the social justice lens uh, of, you know, of course, creating generational wealth and legacy for everyone. So again, one more time. Welcome, Roy. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. So tell me a little bit about your backstory. I know you're in Northern California. Um, tell us a little bit, you know, like what market area does, do you serve? How did you get into real estate? And you know, just a little bit of the backstory for people who uh, who aren't familiar with you. Yeah, my backstory, actually, um, how I got into real estate was really interesting in the sense that um I used to own a record store in downtown Sacramento. I used to promote events and concerts. Um, 
my background in the community was also doing a lot of uh, uh, community organizing, social justice work. Um, I went to Sac State, uh, majored in ethnic studies. And so I was really grounded as to what was happening in the community. Um, I want to record start from 2001 to 2005 or six or so. And then the foreclosure market hit hmm. uh, in 2007. Um, I remember that. And, <laughs> yep. And then people were telling me, hey, Roy, should, oh, before then, people were actually telling me to get into real estate. And I was like, no, you know, I didn't, I didn't necessarily see myself in real estate in the early 2000s only because um, I had really like a different perspective or interpretation of real estate agents at the time. Um, not so much of a, let's say a distrust per se, but I just, it was very salesy at, mm-hmm. for the folks who I knew were in, in, in real estate. And then that was also part of my ignorance and not understanding exactly the function of what a real estate agent or realtor does. And so when someone mentioned to me, hey, you should become a realtor, I was like, mm, maybe not, already, you know, but then the foreclosure market hit and then I started thinking about it and I thought to myself, well, a lot of my friends and family started losing houses. Um, and I felt that was a time that people really needed a real estate agent. And that's when I kind of, you know, dived in. And so mm-hmm. I've been in the business in, since 2007, my first, uh, go around in real estate was really trying to manage and deal with how to sell bank owned properties, short sales wow. default. So it was a very, very bittersweet uh, type of business where in one component you had a vast uh, population um, losing wealth in their homes and their livelihood and security. Um, and on the other end, it also created opportunity for folks who were priced out of uh, housing or being able to own a home, have an opportunity to now enter the real estate um, um, you know, or owning property and home ownership. And so that's how I kind of got in uh, into it. Um, and, if, and if anyone who was in real estate in 2007, you know, back in the day, it was like, the analogy was like holding a lion by its tail. And so it was it was a crazy, crazy time that I learned a lot. A good um, analogy. <laughs> yeah. And um, but yeah, so wow. Well, I I can personally relate to this. My um some some of our listeners may have heard this story before, but um my husband and I during that whole time, unfortunately, we we short sailed, like you know, many Californians, many Americans, and then we we were renters for many, many years. And so, you know, fast forward to when we were able to to buy a home again, we felt like first time home buyers all over again. And um, so I give you a lot of credit for working, working through that time. I know it was such an emotional and crazy and stressful time for a lot of folks, but I feel like if you can, if you can get through that, right, you can get through just about anything, even a pandemic maybe, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. So that was the thing I was thinking. I was thinking like, you know, if I could be successful in this time, and, you know, in this type of market, then, you know, it when it does turn, it should be fine. But more so, um, I was really looking at it from, you know, the human component, the human capacity of how, um, how the business was ran. It was very transactional. Because on the other end of the transaction was a bank. There yeah. was no seller. It was just a matter of, 
trying to get the numbers sold or, you know, these banks didn't know they weren't in the business of owning real estate. Right. right. And on the other end, you had all these home buyers are very excited being able to finally own. And so one of the things I just remember at the time was like there's lack of empathy mm-hmm. in in the business at the time. And then that just stuck with me and yeah. trying to make sure like, you know, when we do practice and you know, we move on, move forward with our with our business, we have that, you know, so. Yeah. And did you start as a, just a kind of individual solo agent or did you get your broker's license right out of the game? No, oh, I, um, I actually joined, um, uh, a broker at the time who had approximately maybe 45 to 50 assets or properties at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just really applied my experience in, owning businesses in the past and kind of like having a system because I'm like a systems person. Um, <laughs> we love <and> so, systems. <laughs> yeah. So I just created kind of like an assembly line type of, uh, you know, streamlined business. And we were selling approximately 500 houses a year for the wow. next three years. Wow. It was so man, fast forward to to all city. How did that come about? You know, we were doing all of the you know short sales and, <laughs> and dealing with the banks and <laughs> yeah. So I mean, uh, it really came down to a choice of quality of life hmm. and how to improve it. Um, folks in this industry, if you're dealing with that much volume, what, you have to compromise certain things. You compromise your health, compromise your relationships with your family and friends, right? Um, And there wasn't a balance whatsoever. And so I decided, you know, and the the market was starting to turn. And then I say turn, it started to shift a little bit more in like uh, 2012, 2013. And so that's when um, I decided to go on my own and try to then therefore try to brand all city homes um, 2012, 2013. Um, only try to get back that, that quality of life and making sure how can I, you know, pivot right into the next uh, wave of, uh, of real estate. Because at that time, at that time, there were folks who actually had some equity in their homes and they were looking to transition out. If they purchased in 2007 and 2012, 2013, they were starting to upgrade possibly. So um, I actually... Um, officially opened all city homes as a brokerage in 2017 hmm. and um and and transitioning to that you know i i looked at it okay i'm 10 years in the business yeah. you know i should at this point have a good idea a good grip as to the direction of what type of business who i am and what i want to do moving forward um, I've seen, I like to think I've seen it all <laughs> at that time. Um, but I just remembered if I, you know, if I was going to open a brokerage or, 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 um, um, or all city homes, I wanted to see, you know, <clears throat> what was I able to do? Was I able to still be a value to, um, the market marketplace and market share of the community? Or am I just going to be a run-of-the-mill real estate brokerage? 
And right. that was what one of the toughest things, toughest things, you know, I wanted to answer and make sure because I wasn't going to open one, just to open one. I wanted to make sure does the community, does the market share, does do folks um, will find value in what we're looking to create. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think that's really, I think that's really important. And, you know, I have to say, um, in preparation for our, our interview, I won't say I was stalking you, but you might have noticed that I have like sent you a connection request on LinkedIn and I've followed you on Instagram and I've, you know, just been <laughs> doing a little digging. That's what I, you know, I guess my, my due diligence. And um, I was kind of poking around your website and looking at your your team and it really, yes. it kind of, I mean, this might sound corny, but it kind of took my my breath away. I mean, in terms of just the diversity and it's such a, yes. a beautiful thing. I, I talked to a lot of folks in real estate and I mean, I, I would think for a lot of a lot of folks who listen to this podcast, they know I'm a white female, and so you know, a lot of times, you know, I'll go on a broker, brokerage's website, and it's sort of this sea of sameness, you know. Um, and as I always tell my kids, I'm like, gosh, it's, it would be boring if we were all the same <laughs> in the world, right. you know. And so it was just really beautiful to see that um, to see that diversity, which I know has kind of become a buzzword, but um, right. yeah, it was just it was really beautiful to see. No, thank you. Um, you know, when we formed All City Homes, um, you know, the the purpose was, you know, one, to promote home ownership and empower folks, right? Um, but also at the same time, you know, just going back in my 10-year, at the time, 10-year experience in real estate, you know, I've worked for a lot of brokerages and it's predominantly, you know, white. Um, there was a very small number of um, minority or black and brown real estate agents in those respective companies. And, and those companies are great. You know, they had amazing business models and systems. Um, but what just kept lingering to me is like, well, where's the space for um, for black and brown real estate brokers and agents uh, in these spaces? And one of the things that I was thinking when we opened all city is like, well, you know, we wanted to create that space. We wanted to create dialogue and making sure that we're able to promote um, kind of like a workforce development program for black and brown folks to become or enter in real estate under fields of real estate. And how else also can we improve or increase the number of black and brown homeowners is to recruit and find talent uh, within black and brown, um, you know, real estate agents. And so we wanted to do that. Um, you know, when I would go to these conferences, well, if I could be uh, transparent and candid, when I would go to these conferences and these amazing conferences, I learned so much um, from these, 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 these events. But, you know, over time, you know, uh, I would look on stage and I, didn't see the diversity I, you know, I was hoping for. And after a while, you start to sometimes think, well, is my voice important? You know, mm-hmm. if I don't, it's, you know, it's when you don't see folks who, who look like you uh, being successful, successful, it, then we end up going into a default of sometimes I'm like, well, let me try to be like, this person or that person, right? Um, and sometimes that, you know, that doesn't necessarily translate, especially when we're working with, with people in a sense. And so what I'm saying is that, you know, um, 
there's just a huge disconnect and how my community, our community um, look upon real estate, right? And how wealth can be, you know, accumulated or, or, or created through real estate. Um, and then, and then looking at the folks who are predominantly the ones who are helping, you know, which predominantly white, um, white folks or so. And there's just that, there's that disconnect. And I wanted to create a place where we can kind of bridge that, right? How can we resolve that? Um, and, and so, yeah, that's where we're at. We, you know, we're, um, like you said, our, our, our company is very diverse. Um, and I think it just, and it, it happens just organically. Yeah. You know, one of the things we do, we don't we really, we kind of don't recruit. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. I think a lot yeah. of people who are listening going, well, how does that happen? You know, how do you, how, you know, so I would love for you to kind of talk about that like, organic piece of it. Well, I think, you know, when, when you're creating a team or you're creating a brokerage, the most important thing you want to um, really value is your company culture. When I say your company culture is like a standard operating procedure, um, kind of like almost like a, almost like a, a language in a sense, right? And how everyone kind of like works. Um, when I say culture, and I tell this to my team, it's not it's not a whole bunch of words that's on the wall, you know? <laughs> it's it's how and who and how we identify ourselves as professionals, how we carry ourselves in our service. You know, there has to be a standard. We have to operate a specific way and we have to have a mission, a deeper mission. And that deeper mission is really making sure that when we approach real estate, we're not, not here to sell. We're here to help and we're here to educate. We're here to, you know, bridge that, you know, that gap of, of introducing folks into, into home ownership and which ends up changing their lives in such an amazing way exponentially after that, you know, um, generations, their families will be changed once they acquire homes. Um, and so when, you know, with our company, we wanted to make sure, Hey, look, you know, there's amazing brokerages out there. There's amazing teams out there. But for us, one, yeah, of course your real estate agent, yes, you're a CEO of your own company, your own, your own brand. But at the same time, this is why we do it. And, you know, so our whole thing is that. So real estate is just something, you know, I tell them real estate is just something we do. Our main thing is really (laughs) empowering people and creating generational wealth and legacy for folks. Um, I I think that's fantastic. I think when you come from that, from that place, you're just, it's a, it's so much a, it's just a different, just a whole different way of of thinking about it. Um, Of having that, you know, kind of servant heart, you know, men, mentality, but also knowing that as a realtor, you do have so much impact in helping people build that generational wealth, which I think, I mean, to be honest with you, I think there, there's a lot of folks who don't quite understand that gap that, you know, that like generational historic gap that we're still dealing right. with today in 2021. So. For sure. But to, and to, I'm sorry, to go back to your question, how do we yeah. recruit or how do we grow? Um, like our thing is like, like I said, making sure like your, your team culture is, is strong and we just really rather uh, prefer to grow organically. Like we don't have someone on a, on a phone calling a $5 million or 
agents promising them the world. We just we right. just don't do that, you know. <laughs> uh, which works. It's just a great. That's a great model too, right? Yeah. Uh, our thing is like you know we want to create something very organic. We want something very special, and ultimately, um, and then kind of go from there. So well, almost like how. I noticed what you were doing. I mean, I think of that as very organic. It wasn't, you know, you're not shouting it from the rooftops, but I think when you start to, like you said, focus on your mission, it's not just a bunch of fancy words that you painted on the wall. It's like your culture, who you are, what you're all about. You, you will attract that. People will go, there's something different, right? There's something different here. And I want to be a part of that. Or I'd like, I want to know more about what's going on. And I think that's a, that's a really cool way of doing business. Yeah. Um, you know, you, I think you touched on a great point about like not everyone necessarily knows the the history. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know the elephant in the room is you know no one l- likes to talk about race uh, as much. You know, it's, it's, it's painful. It's painful history to some, to most, mm-hmm. um, and and to some it, it's just so much to unpack. So how can we discuss it unless you have PhDs in it, you know, <laughs> degrees in it? It's hard to even come to terms with um, with so many so many things. And so, but what we do know and what we do have control over is that we can go back and learn the history, yeah, uh, and really understanding the history of real estate, the industry, and its role and um, and how, you know, these, how the country was built, how these cities are built, how these communities were created. You know, if we really go back and understood, okay, why are, um, you know, why is this community uh, have the resources and why doesn't the, this community have, not don't have the resources? Why are there thriving businesses here and why are there thriving businesses and they're not thriving businesses there? Yeah. And, and to a point, you know, a lot of it was, you know, by design, you know, um, and it's hard to discuss those things. But as real estate agents, you know, we have a responsibility to understand exactly our our part and what we what this industry did to, you know, to create, you know, what we believe is, you know, housing segregation at the end of the day. You know, Absolutely. there's, and it everybody tells the same story. It doesn't matter where they're Sacramento or, or Chicago or, or you know, LA or you know, in the Midwest or Ohio. It's very, it's very, very apparent um, what what did happen. But that being said, um, we have the ability as real estate agents or real estate professionals to counter those things. You know, yeah. our job is to. You know, like I said, empower these folks, everyone and anyone, to become a homeowner. And when that happens, it ends up with you know, they uh, they're able to graduate and you know into introduction to middle class, right, and upper middle class, and then therefore, and that's how we're able to change these families' lives. That's awesome. You know, I would I um, I had the opportunity about a year or so ago to interview the author of The Color of Law. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'll, I'll link that in the show notes below for, for our listeners. If you haven't read that or listened to that interview, it's a, it's such a, I think a great introductory um, 
history lesson on, on so much of what you're talking about. There, there is a lot. There's obviously a lot to, to unpack. Um, and I think a lot of agents and brokers, you know, you think of things like redlining, but that's that just kind of scratches the surface. There's there's a lot. Um, and so I just I'll just mention that just as a resource for anyone who's, you know, listening to this going, gosh, I I do need to, you know, get educated about it. It's 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 hard. It's it's uh it's hard to wrap your arms around, but it is, it is what it is. And uh yeah. You know, sometimes you just have to address the elephant in the room, as you said, Roy, <laughs> right? Right. Yes, yes. And, you know, that's what one of the things that, you know, with about our company is that we create space for us to to talk about it, yeah. you know, um, and, and when on our team meetings, you know, we make sure it's like, you know, we, of course, we check in on how everyone else is, everyone's doing how they're going, but, you know, um, I think it's important to have dialogue and we just have candid conversations because that's how, how we heal as yeah. people, uh, you know, as communities and things like that. It's just, how do we understand each other better? Everyone wants the same thing. Everyone wants great education, great housing, great jobs. We want to have amazing quality of life. Everyone and their mom. Right. Absolutely. And so, and this is a matter of like, well, how can we, you know, how can we accomplish those things together? So, yeah. Well, I'd love to ask you about, um, I know we have some, we have some limited times. So I don't want to take up too much okay, of your time, sorry. but uh, no, no, it's, it's great. I, I, we could probably talk another couple hours about all this, <laughs> um, <laughs> but you, I had reached out to you to ask you a little bit about some of the initiatives, um, that you're doing with, you know, all city homes and you sent me some information. You're, you've got a, a, a I believe a, I don't know if it's a course or if it's a class on uh, hacking homeownership, you've got one that says race plus real estate equals resistance, balling on a budget, financial literacy. <laughs> uh, so I think that's, fan- first of all, fantastic, because it's one thing to be educated to talk about it, but to have, you know, some actual initiatives, you know, where you're integrating those. So can, can you talk a little bit about what the, what those are? I particularly love that last one, balling on a budget. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me talk, yeah. Well, balling on the budget. Uh, we created that um, and we have it every quarter. Uh, and that's a financial literacy class. And a lot of times uh, in real estate, you know, we work with low hanging fruit folks who are rated by, you know, um, there are many folks who are out there who we can put on the pipeline and nurture. And when we're doing those, we understand that there's folks don't understand how credit works, financial, basic financial literacy works, right? If we're really educating folks in becoming homeowners in the future, then how can we catch them earlier to let them know, hey, look, these are the basics. This is how you put yourself in the best position to improve your credit score, right? Mm-hmm. Get yourself ready on a budget so when you are ready for home ownership, you know what to expect. You know, there's no surprises. And how do, you know, we were trying to figure out how do we address buyer's remorse, which was a huge thing, can mm. be a huge thing, mm-hmm. right? And then we don't want to ever put people in a position where they're one accident or two accidents away from potentially losing their homes, right? right? right. And so those are the things um, that we felt folks needed. Like I said, basic financial literacy, credit repair, how credit works, you know, and uh, how to even... Put your, like I said, put yourself in position to win opportunity. Um, second class is hacking home ownership. Um, originally, when I created this class, is 
directed towards millennials because <laughs> like the hacking thing, right? Uh, yeah. Like, like you're a, you're a techie. You all love a good hack. All right. <laughs> I think that's half um, my content. Five hacks to whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but the goal of hacking home ownership ultimately was really how do we address housing insecurity? Hmm. Right. Like rents are, we know rents are going up like crazy and everything else. Um, folks getting displaced, right? Um, and so if you're, how do we, so the whole point of hacking homeless is just educating people, dispelling the, the fear and the myths of the process, the, the, the overwhelming process of becoming a homeowner. So, and we invite, it's free. Um, you know, it's on, of course it's on zoom now before we used to do it at community centers at, of course, at our office, uh, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't mind if folks had their own agent already our point of our class was we want to just make sure how can we raise the integrity of our industry as real estate agents? Just, yeah. just get the information out there. Right. And if it comes back, it comes back, but at least we did our part in making sure that folks are educated so they can go back to their lender or, or their own agent to say, Hey, look, I went to this class and I learned this. And so, yeah, with hacking home ownership, like I said, addressing housing insecurity. And if we're not on the forefront of, working with like a for, you know like uh, affordable housing for folks then creating pathways to home ownership and being consistent of having a class every month is the key mm. in order to do that in my experience in the past folks that have a home buyer workshop they'll have a of course the real estate agents like five real estate agents in a room title company pest company insurance company a whole lot of pizza and five people might show up or or one person might show up and then they're like oh this doesn't work let's not do it anymore mm -hmm. and that's in my opinion that's the wrong approach the reproach should be you we are a resource continue to be a resource and service to the people you're supposed to help as a real estate agent that's your job so you yeah. have to continue to do it and people will find you one way or another so and not and just last, like one and done like not just like right oh, yeah yeah, I love that. You're in it for the long term. Yeah. And so, um, and with Zoom, it's even easier. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly, the, the, the other uh, workshop we do is called uh, Race Plus Real Estate Equals Resistance. It's more of um, to talk about um, the history of real estate, um, understanding how can we give how, how not how can we make sure we're not practicing uh you know how to develop anti-racist real estate practices um and at the same time the whole accountability component and how can we get better as real estate agents moving forward in and empowering people um and promoting black and brown home ownership overall um and that was counter to um, a lot of the turmoil of course that was happening in the communities um, last year from the shootings and everything else. And there was just a lot of, I want to say just trauma in essence and healing yeah. that we just needed to do. And we just one wanted to create space to do it for us to talk. But more importantly, it's just, you know, how can we get better as real estate agents, you know, and how do we resolve these issues? And we have, we have the, you know, we have the we have the resources and we have the power to do that and change people's lives. But we have to be conscious and you know, we have to make a choice 
that we're part of that solution, you know? Yeah. So that was that class. That's that, that's that class. So that's great. Well, I, I think it just, you know, it, it just helps to put it on the open and like, you know, people have questions and it's, I would imagine that's a great opportunity for people to get their questions answered and have dialogue around, around, you know, different situations or, you know, things that maybe they haven't thought of or have dealt with, or, you know, just there's, there's you know, a lot of magic that can happen when you bring people together, even if it's virtually, <laughs> you know, through Zoom. Right. Yes. Just have a conversation just like this and <laughs> how much we can learn. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I, I just think it's fantastic what you're doing, Roy, you know, you're really, you're really making a huge impact in your local community uh, for future generations, which is what it's all about. You know, that is, mm-hmm. That is what it, that's one of the reasons I love working with folks in the real estate industry, because it's not just about, you know, here and now it's about, there's so much impact and legacy that happens um, with what you're doing. So kudos to you. I think that's oh, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, I, what I, you know, you know, tell my, tell our team and our agents is that, you know, real estate is, you know, it's, it's there's so much to it, you know, in essence that, yes, it represents home ownership. Yes, it represents security, creating that foundation, adulting to some folks, they say now. Um, but once they, you know, have that, then really to some folks is a pathway to citizenship. Mm-hmm. Right. And then once you become a homeowner, how do, then, you know, your property taxes, you know, matter in essence, you're paying for. Uh, you know, local services, you know, the police department, fire department, schools, right? Yeah. And how does that affect local businesses, right? So if we understand that, it it it's 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 powerful, you know. And and once you understand, you know, you have real estate or your home ownership, then you can leverage that to investment properties, right? And then that can graduate to you know, then generate, like I said, generational wealth. And then, you know, when we're helping these people, we're just, we're helping transform this. We're not, not, not necessarily just managing wealth for people eventually, mm-hmm. but you're also witnessing how, how, um, in essence, like, in essence, how sometimes wealth is distributed or moved around. Right. And once you understand that, then you understand also how power is moved around. And that's what we want to do. We want to empower people, you know, and so. Well, you're doing it. You're absolutely doing it. I, I love that. Um, for people who want to get in touch with you or find out more about um, All City, what what are maybe a, a link or two or what, what would be the best way for people to uh, get in contact with you? Uh, you get his on um, IG. Um, so our, our Instagram is at All City Homes. Um, of course, our website, allcityhomes.com. Shoot us a message. Um, you can find me on my IG as well as Roy at Roy Machado underscore all city. And uh, yeah, drop us a line. We'd love to connect um, and share how um, and what we're doing and uh, anything we could do to help promote what we're doing here and spread it out. That, that'd be amazing. That'd be great. Absolutely. We will put all your links and your contact info in the, in the show notes below. Um, anything else that you'd like to add before we wrap it up today? I know we covered quite a bit, but any final closing thoughts you'd like to share? Um, I said, you know, like I said, um, there's a lot 
of things we can do together as an industry in real estate to help correct the things that that happened in the past. Um, I went to an Inman, I believe it was a speaker from Zillow, and she had an analogy. And the analogy, hopefully I don't mess this up, but the analogy was like, you, we bought a house, a fixer of a house, this country, right? Everyone bought a fixer of a house of a country. And um, of course, we're living in it for X amount of years, and now we want to resell it. But when we resell it on the market, we only repaired what we did in that house, right? We didn't go back. It's still a fixer. When we put it back on the market, it's still a fixer of a house, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's the analogy I, I think about. Um, and when I'm talking about like what we can do to help improve um, the integrity of our industry, right? To show our value proposition to our clients, our buyers and sellers and, and friends and family. And, and ultimately, like I said, we have an amazing opportunity and responsibility to correct a lot of, a lot of what ails our, our communities in our country, you know, and that's introducing people to how can they acquire home ownership. When they acquire home ownership, their lives changed exponentially right so that's it so i would say just think about that and and uh yeah keep keep on keeping on <laughs> i love that i love that analogy that uh, that's a great analogy well um roy thank you so much for your time today this has been such a pleasure i i i just appreciate you being here today oh thank you thank you i appreciate it. i'm very honored and grateful i'm a big fan <laughs> and uh, yeah, thank you for everything that you do, Kitty. You do a lot. You do a lot. And I, we appreciate it, all the hard work. So thanks thank for having you. me. Absolutely. And for all of our listeners, if you enjoyed today's episode, the best thing you can do is share it out. So take a screenshot on whatever device you're listening on and tag me, tag Roy, because we'll put his uh, Instagram handle uh, below and, and as well as all cities. Uh, share the link out if you'd like as well. And definitely get in touch with uh, with Roy and connect with some of the great things that they're doing. Um, I think they're just uh, really leading the way in so many important issues here. Um, of course, if you really, really enjoyed the podcast. We would always love if you'd leave us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. Those actually do make a difference and we sure appreciate it. All right, my friends, thank you so much for listening. Thank you again, Roy, and we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you want more, head over to katielance.com and check out the Get Social Smart Academy. Also sign up for our free email newsletter packed full of great content. Until next time, Get Social Smart.